conference we started a couple of weeks ago, and I'm still on that. But I'll be doing, uh, shall I say, an abridged version of that series today. And I've titled this one, Why Revelation? How many people remember that we're talking about information versus revelation? How many people remember? I need to see you. Okay, I need to know that I'm communicating. Hallelujah. Because always we remind ourselves that the word communicate means to make common, to share. Amen. And I must be sure that we're on common grounds together. The speaker and the receiver. Amen. Information versus revelation. And we have said, whereas information is physical, revelation is spiritual. Why did we say that? We looked at the dictionary meaning of the word revelation and it says the communication of divine truth. So by the time the truth that is being communicated is divine, it becomes revelation. And it was the dictionary that said that, not the Bible. So it means uh, even the, uh, the, the, uh, the scholars of English language understand the meaning and the import of revelation. And we have said revelation any day is superior to information. We looked at the story of the centurion in Luke chapter 7. How many remember what I'm saying? Luke chapter 7, how that the centurion approached the Jewish elders, the Pharisees, the priests, and he said, please tell Jesus to come and heal my servant. My servant is sick and about to die. And they went to Jesus on his behalf, emissaries. They went to Jesus on his behalf and they said, oh God, Jesus, uh, this man needs your help. And he deserves your attention because he loved our nation and built us a synagogue. And Jesus said, I will go and pray for his servant and heal his servant. And uh, before Jesus got there, we know that the man sent another message and said, you don't need to come to my house anymore. What was he thinking of in the first instance when he said, let him come and heal my servant? What had happened between then and now that he said, don't come again. Just speak the word from where you are. I understand. I know that you are a man set under authority. And by the power of the authority you carry, when you say something, it happens. That was a revelation. That truth was not communicated to him by his physical senses. That understanding of who Jesus was, was communicated to him by the Spirit of God. So he had an understanding of who Jesus was, and what Jesus could do, and on the strength of that, he said, don't come again. He acted on information a while ago, but something changed. Revelation kicked in, and he abandoned information and said, just speak from where you are. Jesus stood and said, wow. What kind of faith is this? And the version of the Bible that I read that story from and that you also are reading that story from never recorded where Jesus prayed for that servant to be healed. They simply got back to the man's house and discovered that the servant was healed. We have access to the same grace. We have access to the same power. We have access to the same experiences today. If we will catch a revelation of who Jesus is. If we will catch a revelation of who we are in Christ. Until you understand his person. And understand his power. You can't fully benefit from your association with Jesus. May we not be spectators in the kingdom. 
may we be part of those experiencing things in the kingdom. They talk about some in society. When you read about society, gossip and so on, they call some people movers and shakers of society. I don't want to be a mover and shaker of society. I want to be a mover and shaker of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. But guess what? There is no way you can be a mover and shaker in the kingdom that society will not be affected. Did you hear what I said? They will hear about you. You won't be able to hide it. Do you know the local name of Jesus? Pastor Daku, I need to see your face. The local name of Jesus in Yoruba, you know what his local name was? Wakilumo. That was the local name of Jesus. I'll explain. I'll explain. The next part, I'll explain. Wo, enter. Kilumo. Iluis town. Enter. Make city know. That was Jesus. He could not be hid. You know, Pastor Kalade preached a message many years ago. The goldfish. Talking about Jesus. Goldfish has no hiding place. When you see other fish and you see goldfish, it stands out. That's you. But that can't happen outside revelation of who you are in Christ. From today, understand and carry that consciousness of who you are in Christ. As you wake up, as you go out, as you lie down, as you drive your car, as you sit at your desk in your office, as you sit in your shop, as you do your business, as you interact with your customers, a revelation of who you are. You are a teacher, you are in front of a class. I used to be an icon lecturer. And <laughs> this was uh, 31 years ago or so. I was in class lecturing and I said, praise the Lord. Ah, and I said, I'm sorry. And they said, oh, God, continue. It's okay. It's okay. Because what came out, what was in me <laughs> came out. We were discussing taxation, auditing and investigation. And I was saying, praise the Lord. You know, you don't say praise the Lord like that. But it was, the, the, the student said, go ahead, continue. Mr. Kusana, where? Just continue. I said, thank you. So they encouraged me. And guess what? I can never forget this one. A question that we treated in class. This was taxation. A question we treated in class came out in their next exam. I was away in Calabar on official work in Calabar. There were no mobile phones then. 1992. Did we have mobile phone? 93. No mobile phone. I didn't know they were looking for me because they had written their exams. The results were not out yet, but they were looking for me. They said, where is Mr. Okusa? Where is Mr. Okusa? They contacted my office. They said he's in Calabar on official work. When I came back, I said, I see some of them. They said, oh, God, 20 marks just like that. I said, I don't understand. They said, 20 marks just like that. You gave us 20. I said, me, give you 20 marks. Where? They said, don't you understand? I said, I don't understand. They said, that question that we kept hammering in class that day, it came out like that in the examination. It was a 20 marks question. I know I have passed. That was what they were saying. Results were not out yet, though. What took us there? Revelation. Hallelujah. When you are a child of the spirit, a product of the spirit, and you are more conscious of your inner constitution than your physical constitution. Hallelujah. There's always a problem between the inner and the outer. Many times, we put more attention on the outward to the detriment of the inward and we'll live a low quality of life. And the, the outward does not last. Uh, the outward never lasts. You know why? Women spend a lot of time in front of the mirror with their 
concealer and the foundation so that they can look good. And then they make sure they don't sweat. Because once a bead of sweat breaks out and it draws a line on that face, then you know the real person. In fact, the person is now looking more like a masquerade than the lady that she presented herself to be originally. That is the best you get from the outward. But what you put internally, that one lasts. If of the flesh we sow unto the flesh, we shall reap corruption. <laughs> but if by the spirit we sow unto the spirit, it has eternal rewards and consequences. I'm not saying uh, always look drab and dry. Oh. Hallelujah. But, somebody say but. The attention you give to the inward must be much more than the attention you are paying to the outward. Hallelujah. What does the inward require of you? A walk with the Lord. Discipline, focus, concentration, prayer, study of the word, listening to the voice of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Why revelation? Why revelation? Revelation is who we are. Revelation is our design. The first point I'm making today is this. Outside many things that we have said already, it is our heavenly design. Something happened to me yesterday. Let me quickly share that. You know, they have said Jesus was not a theologian. Jesus was a storyteller. That was what a woman said, Madeleine Lengel. Madeleine Lengel said, Christ was not a theologian. He was God who told stories. Yesterday I was in Lagos. A classmate of ours had a program in Lagos. And she had contacted me and begged me to come. I said, it's not convenient. She said, please, come. So I had to go. And it was also an opportunity to reunite with my secondary school mates. You know, if you left school 40 years ago and so on, uh, such associations, anytime you have the opportunity, you, it rekindles your, your youthful lives. Those are people that we've been together for 45 years or something like that. You know? Ah, and I saw some. May I still have hair on my head? I saw some. No more hair. Amen. But I couldn't make fun of them because I'm not sure what's going to happen down the line. So I was on the phone while on the express discussing with my wife, telling her how the journey was progressing. And she said, the place where you are going, which color did they choose? I said, color. She said, yes. I said, color, Bahu. I said, what do you mean by color? She said, don't you know that they will pick colors for any social event? I said, it's women that deal with colors. I have no business with colors. I see an invite, I check the venue, I check the time. That's what matters. So you didn't look at the color. I said, color, Bahu. I said, okay, since you are insisting, drop I will check the matter, I will forward it to you. And now, look at it. It had color total. It had color total. I saw, they said gold, black, and silver. I quickly called her back. I said, you are correct. 
Did he put there gold, black, and silver? Next question. So what are you wearing? I was already getting to Lagos. What am I wearing, Bawa? I'm, I'm wearing clothes. He said, mm -mm. what color? I said, color again. And I looked at what I was wearing. My uh, attire was silver. The cap in my hand was black. <laughs> so I said, um, for your information, I'm wearing silver and I have a black cap. She said, that's very good. I said, no. I said, I'm a child of revelation. I walk with the spirit. I did not know the pink color. I'm saying even in little, little things like that, the Holy Ghost will influence your regular decisions and you wouldn't even know. You won't see any big deal when you're taking those decisions. It is later that things happen and you say, oh, wow, that's what I'm saying. That should be our daily experience. Color, imagine. So color matters to the Holy Spirit. I didn't know. So when I got to the venue, I saw people with black cap. I said, ah! <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. So number one, it is our heavenly design. Why revelation? Revelation is your design. Revelation is my design. Your heavenly design. I hope you know that man is a product of the heavenly. I hope we know that we proceed from God. God created man. God made man. You are a product of divinity. You are a product of a divine origin. Hallelujah. I'm straining. I'm straining. Amen. The man doesn't... I wonder what's wrong with that, Brother Kola. It's like he's economical with the volume button. Brother Kola, she is our mixer. Engineer Kola, help me to beg him. It is our heavenly design. So we derive from the Father. And he wants to take the glory from our lives. These people have I formed for myself. They shall show forth my praise. Isaiah 43, 21. So we derive from him. Revelation is our heavenly design. He wants us to be pleasing unto him. Man was created a spirit. Man that God created was a spirit. Man that God created was a spirit. I'll say that again. Man that God created was a spirit. God that created that man is a spirit. A spirit created another spirit. Hallelujah. For spirits to understand and relate with a physical place called earth, there must be a revelation. Revelation is the connection between spirit and spirit. Man is a spirit. He has a soul. For the intellect, will, and emotions, and he lives in a body where Mr. Najadi takes place. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? A spirit that was created must be co connected to the spirit, the creator. That connection can only happen by revelation. Hallelujah. Jesus said, The Son can do nothing. Whatsoever I see the Father do, that is what I do. Jesus lived by revelation. Jesus operated by revelation. The son can do nothing of himself. It is whatsoever the son sees the father do. Sees, sees, sees revelation. Who is with me up to now? Ah, it's our heavenly design. So be conscious much more of that which is going on within. Because that determines what is happening without. Be conscious. 
John's Gospel, chapter 4, and verse 22. And then I'll read 24. You worship, you know not what. We know what we worship. For salvation is of the Yudim, Judeans, the praise of Yah. God the Father is a spirit, Ruach. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit, Ruach, and in truth. God the Father is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. They must worship him. We are the ones who worship him. We must. The word must is used. Worship in spirit and in truth. How do we do, how do, we do that? In spirit. It's by revelation. It's by revelation. The Bible says the spirit searches all things. Yea, the deep things of God. God has deep things. Why? He dwells in the deep. The psalmist wrote, deep calleth unto the deep. And the voice of thy water spouts. All thy waves and all thy billows have gone over me. Deep things. You access those deep things by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And when you bring them out, people wonder, where did this come from? Have you said something before? And somebody wondered, where did you hear that from? Did somebody teach you? And you say, no, it just came out. It must, it must be something that happens regularly with us. It just came out. A couple of days ago, I was with my family and we prayed a prayer. I led the prayer. And after the prayer, our daughter said, hmm, I won't tell you the expression, but said, hmm, you said something. I said, Adim Lodua, I've never said it before in my life. I said, I just found it. It came out. Ah, there is a well within you that has no bottom. Because you are a product of the spirit. When we are talking about things being spiritual, they don't have a definition. There's no length, there's no depth, there's no breadth, there's no height to things of the spirit. Endless. It's just endless. Hallelujah. The days have come. The time is here for us to understand our constitution and operate at a level beyond the regular level that other people are operating in. Hallelujah. Don't post your advertisement for your business when the Holy Ghost has not given you the go-ahead. Ah, every day I must put something there so that they can know. Ah, let the Holy Spirit inspire you to post. Anytime that happens, 10 calls will come in. 20 inquiries will be made. Out of the 20, 5 will be good that will land money in your account. Is that not better? Then you just dissipating energy and posting and posting and nobody's responding and then you get frustrated. And if you will hear the voice of the Holy Spirit, we say, oh, the farabale. You know, farabale means put body on the ground. That is, be patient. Who is with me up till now? Ah, it is our heavenly design. Revelation. So without revelation, you can't be all that you are meant to be. So never disregard your spiritual composition because that is your identity. That is your identity. So for your daily living, revelation. For your going out, revelation. For your driving, revelation. You must have had instances that I was on 100 kilometers per hour. I was moving very fast. I had an appointment. And for some strange reason, I just decided to slow down. And I slowed down. I reduced my speed. I began to do 80, and then I came down to 60. And it occurred to me, where am I even rushing to safe? When you reduce speed to 60, that was when one little boy 
just decided to cross the road and he held his little sister in his hand and they just jumped in front of you. And then you remember that if at 100 kilometers an hour that I was doing right now, I would have killed those two children. And they say, ah, I will testify in church. I will testify. And say, something told me to slow down. It's not something. It's coming from your constitution, your spirit. And that is where the Holy Spirit lives. Amen. So for your daily living, revelation. For your rising up, revelation. For your lying down, revelation. For walking in the kitchen, revelation. For preparing the meal for the family, revelation. For walking behind your computer, revelation. For doing your reports, revelation. For producing in your factory, revelation. Everything you do, receiving lectures, revelation. What the lecturer is not saying, you are hearing, that's revelation. I, I like lecturers. They teach you what they won't ask in the examination. Did you hear what I just said? You are enjoying the lecture. The lecture is good. By the time you see questions in the exam, you wonder, where, where are these things coming from? He didn't teach us this. Those are lecturers. They know how to set questions. Oh, by the way, the testimony I told you about the 20 marks taxation question, many years after, I now understood. Because like three years after, I became an examiner of that institute, and I saw how questions are set. So we'll go for pool setting. For a whole week, they'll lock up, up somewhere. And in, you know, in groups. I was in my accounting, you know, for pool setting. And uh, we will go. And uh, I discovered that after you set your questions, your supervisor will check, will vet, and begin to change things in your question without you knowing. It will change. Where you have used a factor, ah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Permit me to, to be a bit technical. There's something, they go, you are there. Sister Ronke is there. Brashia is there. Sister, <laughs> I have accountants in the house. Investment appraiser. Discounted cash flow. You need a factor, a percentage. You have used 5% in your question. Somebody changes it to 20% or 10%. Everything has changed. Everything has changed. The supervisor does his work. He gives it to the head of a group. The head of a group further changes it. And the questions you set in 2023 will not be used until 2033. 10 years. Because there's a bank of 10 years in the questions bank. So the probability of your question being used very very remote so see what happened because when i said it you really didn't see oh, no it was when i became an examiner that i realized what was going on hallelujah so as you lecture lecture by revelation as you receive lectures receive lectures by revelation let everybody flow by revelation and you will see things happen beyond the ordinary it is our heavenly design. Man was created a spirit. And if he was created a spirit, he could only relate with God by spirit. Hmm. Another reason for revelation, it keeps us in dominion mode. Dominion mode. Constant victory. No losses. A life of satisfaction. Dominion mode. Revelation will keep you in dominion mode. Man was made and blessed. Man was made and blessed. I hope you know that it was the spirit of man that God made first. Because Genesis chapter 1 precedes Genesis chapter 2. In Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, Let us make man in our image and let them, plural, men have dominion over the fish and the sea, the birds of the air and everything. And verse 28, And God blessed them. 
he empowered them. The word bless means he empowered them and God blessed them and said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion. So man was blessed with those five faculties of power. Amen. The faculties of power, five of them. Dominion was the final one. Amen. But that man that was made was yet to be formed. So in Genesis chapter 1, man was made. His spirit, man, the spirit was made. Genesis chapter 2, man, the body was formed. Out of the dust of the ground, the Lord God formed the man that he had made. Are we getting it now? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, man, spirit. And uh, when you understand the power of revelation, you maintain your dominion mode. Let me say this. Dominion mode does not mean you won't face battles. It means you will dominate. Why dominion if there is no opposition? Why victory if there are no battles? Why win if there are no contests? Who is with me? Chairman, as they hear me so, problems will come. Jesus said, in this world, what thing will happen? You will have tribulation. What thing can't talk? He said, but rejoice. Why? For I have overcome the world. But that was Jesus that overcame. You, you be Jesus. Because that should be the logical question to ask next. He said, but rejoice, I have overcome the world. And that was Jesus. You, Uncle. Do you know the answer? We must be inside Jesus so we overcome together. Whatever Jesus overcomes, I, Doluwa inside Jesus, I overcome with him. Hallelujah. So if that symptom cannot stay on Jesus, it can stay on me too. Somebody said, they looked at her, a 90-something-year-old woman. Mark told me the story. They looked at the woman, a 90-something-year-old. They said, at 90-something, you drive yourself, you go your shopping, you do everything by yourself. You have, we have never heard you complain that you were uh, admitted in hospital, something like that. She said, no. They said, why? She said, for the past 50-something or 60-something years of her life, that the day she gave her life to Christ and accepted Jesus as Savior, she accepted him also as healer. Revelation. So not only did she accept Jesus that day as her Savior, she accepted Jesus that day as her healer. Many of us, when we need healing, we run to him for healing. Should we be running to him for healing if we've accepted him as healer? Are we, are we getting it now? Aha. Praise the Lord. Revelation will keep you in dominion mode. That way you overcome. Together with Christ you overcome. Together with Christ you overcome. So revelation is the gateway to understand our true identity. Don't forget many of us, we say, I'm blessed. I am fruitful, multiply. I replenish the eyes of their have dominion. But the reality is not so. Small things happen and we are down again. And we cry and cry and cry 
and we don't feel like praying again. Has it happened to you before? You had an issue, protracted issue. You didn't feel like praying again. You didn't feel like coming to church again. You didn't feel like studying the Bible again. A friend of ours last week was in that state. You know, she had a medical condition and she had to go all the way to the U.S. She left last week, you know, because nothing was happening here. They didn't see anything. She had done uh, hip replacement and the problem persisted and she had spent a lot of money. So she now got there and they told her over there, we've checked you, madam, everything is fine. But the pain, she, she can't even walk straight. And she's not 60 years old yet. And she said, so my wife said, mm, don't, don't worry, stay with the word. She said, I'm tired of praying. I'm tired of reading the Bible. I don't want to hear any of those things again. Have you been in that kind of state before? It's rough. But there are times when life will stare you in the face and you feel like not doing anything. So how then does dominion become our reality? By listening to what we are saying. These simple, simple things. Hello, church. Ah, these simple, simple things. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay. Um, let's open our Bibles to Philippians chapter 3 and let's read verse 10. Do you know the centurion? It was the revelation the centurion caught and he experienced the supernatural. We can walk in the supernatural on the strength of revelation. Philippians chapter 3 and verse 10. The amplified classic. Amplified classic. For my determined purpose. I want to read it slowly. I have about 10 more minutes or so. For my determined purpose is that I may know him. Somebody say know him. That I may progressively become more deeply and intimately acquainted with him. That's the meaning of that, know him. That I may progressively become more deeply and intimately acquainted with him, perceiving and recognizing and understanding the wonders of his person more strongly and more clearly. And that I may, in that same way, come to know the power. Somebody say, know the power. The first know was know him. The second no is, the second no is know the power. So somebody say, know him. Know the power. Uh -huh. That I may in the same way come to know the power outflowing from his resurrection, which it exacts over believers, and that I may so share his sufferings as to be carnally transformed in spirit, as to be continually transformed, I beg your pardon, in spirit into his likeness, even to his death in the hope. Now, two things stand out in that scripture. Number one, know him. Number two, know his power. And what is that power? The power of his resurrection. Number one, know him. Number two, know his power. And that power is the power of his resurrection. Huh. I know him. Uh -uh. There's a difference between using the name of Jesus and knowing the name of Jesus. Many times we use the name. We don't know the name. Many times we are familiar with the name, we don't understand the name. That is why I, Toluwa will never cut cake with the name of Jesus. Amen. You know, people do this. God forbid. They say, okay, we're going to spread the name of Jesus and you cut the cake. Ha. 
You don't know the name. You are only using the name. The seven sons of Skiva, they were using the name. So they say, in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches, come out. And the demonized man beat them and, and, and destroyed them. <laughs> they, they ran away. But you know, before the demonized man did that, he said, Jesus, I know. A demon knew the name. The demonized man said, Paul, I know. Boy, you, who, who you be? And he descended upon them and beat them black and blue. It is not enough to use the name. You must know the name. So, know him, number one. Know his person. If you know his person, you will know his name. Do you know his person? Do you know what he is? What he can do? What he came to do for you? Do you know that? Without revelation, you can't know that. And you won't walk in dominion mode if you don't understand that. Hallelujah. People in the occult, they are so confident of their charms. That's why somebody will stand in front of somebody with a loaded gun and will say, shoot it. They say, shoot it, shoot, shoot it. He has confidence in something. And there have been times the thing failed. And they shot the man and the man died. Many years ago, one of our ministers in Vine Branch is late now. She had um, an official driver. Then she was living in Kongi. This was many years ago. Maybe 1995 or so. She was living in Kongi. Her driver, nice man, Mr. Amuda or something like that. Nice man. And she was just given an official car. And it was a double cabin truck, white, nice, beautiful. And this man was always cleaning the car. He liked that car, you know, and was very loyal to his boss. And one day, some boys just accosted him. It was very common in Bodhya then. Somebody just accosted him at gunpoint. And he said, she bring the key. And she get out of the car. Mr. Amudao, Mr. I can't remember his name. You know? And he began to struggle with them. No, no, no. I won't give you. At gunpoint. So the boys were forced to shoot him. We took his corpse to Adeo Mortuary. So I knew where the gunshot wound was. He was shot in the jugular. By the time we were packing the corpse, we saw charms on his body. Ah, that was where his confidence was. That That is, if they shot the gun, it wouldn't be harmed. He wouldn't be injured. That one they fail, Ochaman. <laughs> the grass withereth because the breath of the Lord is upon it. The grass falleth because the wind is blowing on it. But the word of our God endureth forever. Hallelujah. Revelation. So know him, know his person, that I may know him progressively, intimately, continually getting acquainted with him. So it's an ongoing knowing. And the power, know the power progressively as well of his resurrection the devil did not have an answer to the resurrection part of jesus bible scholars anytime you are studying ephesians chapter one go to the greek 
we live in the days of technology. You have access to Greek on your phone. What are you using your phone for? Linda Ikeji and fashion. The way with the Atayengele and so on. That's what you're using your phone for. Oh, dear. You know, you are so into the outward. What about the inward, where we started from? How many people remember what I just said? Many people are lazy. You, you know, you can brew your coffee and you can do instant coffee. In fact, these days, three in one. That three in one is nonsense. It's not coffee. If you're a coffee lover, three in one is not coffee. So anytime I use three in one, I still add my instant coffee to it. <laughs> Let the taste of the coffee. If you're not given to coffee, don't drink coffee and your head will now... I'm not the one. <laughs> Hallelujah. We like instant things. Can you do your own findings and catch a revelation? And stand on your revelation. Ah, oh, my time is going. Hmm. Amen. Ah. If you have a knowledge of his name, a revelation of his name, and a revelation of his person, you walk in dominion. You walk in dominion. Psalm 91, 14. It says, because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high. Dominion. I will set him on high. Why? Because he has known my name. Hmm. Finally, why revelation? It keeps us in alignment. Why revelation? It keeps us in alignment. When you are alignment, you won't go outside the will of God. When you are in alignment, you will stay in the will of God. You stay in the proper place of God. Listen, when you are in your place, you, you operate optimally. When you are outside your place, life becomes a struggle. If you see someone that in your judgment, the person is doing well, is in his place. Years ago, many years ago, a brother in church is looking at me now. I'm looking away from him. A brother in church was serving in the military. And he said, Pastor, I've, I've decided to resign from the military. Ha. He said, yes, and that he'll be going to uh, further his professional uh, studies and uh, he wants to stay with that line of profession. You know, I, I have association with some military people. I used to know somebody, at least very closely. When I was to do my NYC and uh, this thing, I didn't have time for them. They first posted me to Bauchi. I didn't even show up. I finished my ICANN exams, and I finally, when I was ready for service, I went to that military man. I said, Tolu, hey, you don't ready? I said, yes, I don't ready. He said, I go give you notes. You go take and go Abuja. Now Abuja, you go. I said, yes, sir. We used to call him Uncle Law. So you go go. You go go meet Afiz. Uh, Brigadier Afiz Momo was NYC Director General there. So you go go meet Afiz. I said, yes, sir. So he gave me the note on the back of his card. And I went to Abuja, Garki. You know, that was where NYC headquarters used to be there. I, I, I checked in into one hotel. Spooky. You know spooky? Spooky, spooky. You know, overnight. I didn't sleep so that something would not enter from under the door. Pastor, I thought you were born again. I'm born again. And my wisdom is correct. My head is correct. The Bible says watch and the Bible does not say pray, Nikon. Sekunos, Sinomos. Interpret it. Now, <laughs> so I got there to the man. I said, I want to see the director general. From where? I mentioned the name from Connection. And so I said, okay, proceed. Finally, I met his military assistant. He said, from where? I said, uh, from Colonel. I won't mention his name. He has retired, safe. You don't know him. So, so he said, okay. He took the note, went inside. 
And after two minutes or so, he came outside. I said, go inside. And I met the, the NYC doctor. I feel his mom, I can't forget him. He said, Lawrence says you work with him. I said, yes, sir. So you want to change your posting to your state? I said, yes, sir. I said, okay, bring your call-up letter. And he minuted on it. I said, give that man outside. I said, thank you, sir. That was it. Under 10 minutes. Early, believe me. Under 10 minutes, everything. Ah, I thought I was dreaming. The man said, yes, they will send you a new call-up letter. That's the military assistant outside. I said, thank you, sir. So what did I pay for hotel money for? I should have entered there this day and gotten back to Ibadan. That day. Anyway, I said, ah. So the next day, I go back to Ibadan. That's how I came to serve in your State. And then Chief Inspector of NYC one day said they have found a copper serving in his father's house. Our office was in our house then. So whenever I'm doing my monthly return, you know that form will fill. Aqua Combined Limited, 5 Villaro Street. Residence. I didn't know. I'm not fraudulent. I won't tell a lie. Residence, 5 Villaro Street. They said, we found a copper in your state serving in his father's house. And we've been looking for people like that who are cheating the system. Amen. That's me. Ah. I didn't know it was me. Finally, I got a phone call. Nighter Landfall in those days. They said I should report. NYC office was that old different road then. I got there. I saw the woman. I, I can't remember her name. She said, you are the one. We've been looking for you. Serving your father's house. That's your new posting. And she gave me a letter. You know where they took me to? Igbeti. Igbeti Grammar School or something. I said, where is Igbeti? He said, when you go outside, ask people, they will direct you. <laughs> I went back to Onkulo. I said, Onkulo. See what I said. Say, wait till they write. <laughs> don't forget that one. <laughs> don't forget that one. <laughs> Say, don't mind them. They didn't know that I gave you note to Afiz before I, I got. Say, forget that one. He said, before I even call Abuja, let me go and see the woman. He now took my uncle because they were all in one office. So he took my uncle and said, let me go see that woman. They got there. They said, Madam, we want to see you. Say, yes. Uh, uh, the boy you gave a letter to, to go to Igbeti. I requested from him personally from Afiz. Do my sales Afiz, Afiz Momo, your director general. Eh? Yes. That's how he got to serve in your state. You say it's a, it works with me. Myself and Afiz were classmates in military school. So, madam, you have to be very careful. You have to. She said, sorry, sir. I'm sorry, sir. Bring the boy. Let him come. I, I so they asked me to go again. What she had written before had to be cancelled. Eh? Know his person. I knew Uncle Law. And Uncle Law is not Jesus. And Uncle Law was able to do that. I now had the revelation that since problem came, I must go back to the source, Uncle Law again. Uh, God started you out on that journey. In the course of that journey, there were problems. You have not now gone back to God with the. I say, you started this. Oga, how do we solve this? Is somebody listening to what I'm saying? Ah, Revelation will keep you in alignment. You won't go outside the will of God. Back to the story of that brother, I've not forgotten. He said, I'm leaving the military. I said, ah, I know what military means. Don't leave. He said, ah. but today he's in his place. Over the years, he's been proved right that he should not remain in that system. I'm not saying everybody in the military should leave. That's not what I said. I only said he understood where he should be. There's nothing like you staying in your place. 
let revelation keep you in your place. When you are in your place, you don't struggle. Hallelujah. Why is that so? There is grace for your place. As far as God is concerned, he gives grace for your place. He gives grace for your place. So the results you will get in your place are results that are peculiar to you alone. If another person looks at you and says, the business you are doing, the way you dress to church, the way you look cool, calm and collected every Sunday, ah, business leader, that's what I want to go and do. They are making money in that business. You enter that business because you look at somebody, you will jack bubble from that business because it is not your place. Revelation. Who is with me up to now? Hey, I'm sorry. This is my Yoruba. You know, I'm, I'm a bush boy. Hey, please learn to stay in your place. Re let revelation keep you where you should be. Don't just take a job. Don't just JP. Don't just Japa. <laughs> I had a story not too long ago. Somebody who is outside who left for her masters. And she's in, in a city. And she rented a two, a one bedroom, one bedroom, not, I didn't say one bedroom apartment. Mm -mm. It's not an apartment, just one bedroom. Yarakam. One bedroom, not one bedroom flat. One bedroom. Guess how much her monthly rent is? $2,000. Convert it using the exchange rate for her monthly rent. Her annual rent in Nigeria. <laughs> was not up to <laughs> her monthly rent and she must pay school fees and she must pay hydro, water, electricity all those things she must do one room, one room, not one bedroom I didn't say one bedroom flat one room if God is not asking you to JP don't JP mm -hmm. praise the Lord for more information see me after the service because the way some people are looking at me, you want to ask questions, see me after the service. Amen. I'll read one more scripture. Ah, my time is gone. It was the gist though. Ah, gist is not good. Hmm? First Samuel chapter 9 and verse 9. First Samuel chapter 9 and verse 9. It's the story of King Saul and Prophet Samuel. Prophet Samuel operated by revelation. And the choice of the first king of Israel was not lost on Samuel, on the strength of revelation. How do I know? 1 Samuel chapter 9 and verse 9. Formerly in Israel, when a man went to inquire of God, he spoke thus, Come, let us go to the seer. For he who is now called a prophet was formerly called a seer. Then Saul said to his servant, because his father's donkeys were lost. So Saul said to his servant, well said, come let us go. So they went to the city where the man of God was. They went to the city where Samuel was. What were they looking for? A revelation. So that they could know where the asses were. As they went up to the hill of the city, they met some young women going out to draw water and said to them, is the seer here? And they answered them and said, yes, there, is, there he is just ahead of you. Hurry now, for today he, he came to this city because there's a sacrifice of the people today on the high place. As soon as you come into the city, you will surely find him before he goes up to the high place to eat. 
For the people will not eat until he comes, because he must bless the sacrifice. Afterward, those who are invited will eat. Now therefore go up, for about this time you will find him. So they went up to the city, and as they were coming into the city, they found him. There was Samuel. No mistakes, because they were in alignment. Revelation. Hmm. They found Samuel coming out toward them on his way up to the high place. Now the Lord had told Samuel that they were coming. The Lord had told Samuel in his hair, Revelation, that day before Saul came, saying, Tomorrow about this time I will send you a man from the land of Benjamin, and you shall anoint him and make him commander over my people Israel, that he may save the people and so on. You can read the rest when you get home. See, see. Saul was looking for asses. God was looking for a king. Samuel was the one to make it happen. God said, tomorrow about this time, I'm sending you a man. At that time, the man looking for donkeys came and he met him. And he said, uh, Saul looked at him and said, you're joining for the priest, uh, for the feast, you know, in the high place of God. You are the delight of a father and so on. And he made him king. And he said, ah, by the way, the asses of your father that you are looking for, they have been found. There was no error, no mistake, no delay, no loss. You understand? You know, at times, when you dissipate energy in the wrong direction, you would have lost time. You would have lost resources. You would have lost some opportunities. The people you started with would have gone ahead, and then you have to go back and start all over again. When you walk by revelation, such things don't happen to you. Your timing is perfect. Praise the Lord. Your choices are perfect. Amen. And people will be looking at you as, ah, how is he doing it? Let's walk by revelation. Let us pray. Let us pray. So receive grace. To be a person of revelation. Receive grace to understand the power of revelation. Say, Lord, open my eyes to see. Open my ears to hear. Open my heart to understand. Please stand to your feet up and pray for yourself. Lord, open my eyes to see. Open my ears to hear. Open, open my heart to understand. Help me to live from inside to outside. Help me to focus more upon the inward than the outward. Let your spirit influence, inspire, instruct me every day of my life. Pray, please pray for yourself. I, 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 can, I can pray for you the way you will pray for yourself. Lord, help me. I, I pray for myself today that, that I will not be ruled by the flesh, but I'll be ruled by your spirit. Lord God, that I will not be carnally minded, but I'll be spiritually minded, which is life and peace according to your word. I receive grace to be sharp in the Holy Ghost, to be prompt with your spirit, to understand your divine will and purpose continually. I receive grace to understand how you are leading me. Lord, to know you and to know your person in increasingly and progressively that i will know your name increasingly i will know your person increasingly i will understand my divine constitution every day in the name of jesus let that be that which will be in front of me every day of my life the psalmist said, I've said the Lord always before me. Because he's at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Lord, because you are at my right hand, I will never be moved. So I receive grace to carry a consciousness of your presence with me by day and by night. So that when I walk through the valley of, of, of death, I will not be afraid of evil. Realizing that your presence is always with me. Realizing that the cover of the blood is always over my life. Realizing that the perfect sacrifice of Jesus keeps speaking concerning me. Help me, Lord. To walk in that reality help me lord to walk in that reality help us lord to walk in that reality lord help us lord to develop ourselves to be filled with the power of your spirit i pray that you give us today the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you that the eyes of our understanding be enlightened that we may know what is the hope of your calling and what are the glorious riches of your inheritance in us as sins lord open our eyes to see open our ears to hear Open our hearts to understand. Father, we say thank you because you love us. In Jesus' name, amen. Tell the Lord what you desire.
ask him for what you desire. Who is he? Our father. He's our father. He's our father. He's our father. He's your father. Jesus said until now, you've not asked for anything in my name. The word ask there is the word demand in the original. Demand. So, ask that you may receive. That your joy may be full. Ask. Place a demand on the name of Jesus. This week is crucial to you. Place a demand on the name of Jesus. This week is crucial to you. Place a demand on the name of Jesus. And order things. Order things. Tell things the way they must go this week. Tell things the way they must go this week. If that applies to you, you know what I'm saying. Tell things the way they must go this week. Order things. Order things to be in conformity with the will of God for your life for this week. Lord, thank you. No shame. No loss, no disgrace, no shame, no loss, no failures, no failings, no affliction, no pestilence, no calamity, no destruction, no delays, no shame, no reproach, no delays, no afflictions, no pestilences, no destructions, no failings. I say no shame. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If you're here this morning and you're, you're saying, Pastor, I want to make peace with my maker, realizing that he created me for himself and I want to give myself back to the Lord. You can only do that by receiving Christ as your Lord and Savior consciously. So if today you consciously want to surrender your heart to Jesus, just raise your right hand above your head. All heads bowed, all eyes shut. Just raise your right hand above your head and I will pray for you. If you want to sit, you may be seated. If you want to stand, you may be But if you want me to pray for you, raise your right hand above your head and I will do that. Just raise your right hand. All heads about. I see a hand at the back. Just raise your right hand above your head while others are praying for themselves. Okay. I see one hand and the other hand appears like the hand of a child. Who else? You are coming. To, if you are raising the hand, raise it well. <laughs> okay, I see children on the side. But you are saying Jesus. Up on the gallery. Jesus. A new beginning with you. Okay, those whose hands are up, please stand. Stand to your feet. While others are seated, thank you. Those whose hands are up, just stand to your feet. Okay, yeah, yeah, you are of age, I understand, that's right. Place your hand across your chest. Place your hand across your chest and say, Jesus, today is my day of salvation. Come into my heart and save me. Lord, I release them to your spirit. And I ask that you help them in this journey. Lord, that by the spirit of wisdom and revelation, in the knowledge of you, they will grow in grace they will abound in your knowledge and they will live life to the full in abundance till it overflows the way you have packaged and ordained it for us. I pray for them that sin will not have mastery over their lives any longer. That they will be God pleasers, God seekers and God lovers all the days of their lives. You are blessed and no man can reverse it. In life, you will be great. In life, you will be in front always. You will never be behind. Thank you, Father, for it is done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
Counselors, please help us. Thank you, everybody. God bless you.